0: Hi, my name is Izzy. I'm a full-time Latina content creator who's obsessed with fashion, living life to the fullest, and helping other creatives get paid. Social Talk is centered around how I balance life and the pursuit of social media. I've been in the business for six years so far, and I've learned a few things, and I wanna share them with you. Success, failure, marketing, and money are just some of the topics we will discuss in our episodes and interviews. So pull up a seat, get comfortable, and get ready to learn and grow together. This is Social Talk with Izzy. It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. Oh. Welcome back to Social Talk and happy Friday. Today we are diving into user-generated content or also known on the street as UGC for short. Personally, I find that I'm qualified to speak heavily on this topic because not only do I have over six years of expertise in the content creation space, but I also used to co-own a video production company and I've been a UGC creator for about four years. If you are a part of any social media app, you have heard of UGC or you at least know of someone that has heard of UGC. There is so much content surrounding it at the moment, specifically on TikTok. And if you wanna see what I'm talking about, go on TikTok and look up a UGC-related hashtag, and you are going to have plenty of content to watch. The first thing I always notice on these videos about user-generated content is that people talk about UGC as if it's a new thing, when it's really not. UGC has been around probably since early 2015, if not late 2014. It's been around for a hot minute. User-generated content, though, in its original form, used to be when brands were repurposing content that their customers were already putting out on the internet because they just liked the product or the service. So a customer would purchase the product and on their own accord, they would post post a photo about it or a review on their Facebook and their brand would reach out to the customer and say, hey, could we repurpose this as an ad? There wasn't any money being exchanged for that or anything. It wasn't truly seen as the customer being hired to create an ad. It was simply, can we go ahead and use the user-generated content as our own? So in its early stages, it was repurposed content from people who were already customers, not people who were specifically hired to create ads. Brands had a huge aha moment when they figured out that instead of paying an agency or a video production company the big bucks to produce an ad, they could hire a content creator to produce it for a fraction of the cost. This keeps the brand from having to rent out the space, hire a videographer, a model, or an actress, a hairstylist, a makeup artist, probably an editor, maybe a script prompt operator, a script writer, I don't know. Honestly, the list can be very long on producing a commercial on all of the people that you got to hire and pay and have on payroll to create an ad. In a study done this year, it was concluded that about 92% of consumers turn to people who they already know on or off the internet. So that could be somebody that they know in real life that could be someone that they have followed for years on the internet that they trust, and they turn to them prior to making a purchase. And this is huge for brands because building trust with the consumer is always their main goal. Consumers are more likely to trust the brand when a content creator comes on the screen in normal clothes, not all glammed up, maybe they're at home, they're in their car, they're talking about why they love a specific product or a service rather than seeing someone completely glammed up. I saw a video the other day where an Instagram Coach was saying that content creators should look into doing UGC. And that really confused me because anyone producing any type of content, whether it's being posted on their social media or not, is in fact a content creator. After working with hundreds of brands, I can tell you that in the contract, you will nine times out of 10 be referred to as the content creator. I have felt a bit of animosity, I guess, against content creators. When I hear some people talking about UGC and they're saying things like, you don't have to be a content creator to make money online or if you do UGC, that keeps you from having to do that terrible job of content creation. It puts content creation like in a negative light, which is weird. I'm obviously a little protective over content creation because it changed the course of my life and my whole financial situation by allowing me to quit my nine to five. So obviously I'm a little protective over it. But if you create any type of content paid, unpaid, UGC, or content that you have to post, you are, in fact, by definition, a content creator. So whatever preconceived notions you have of content creators, go ahead and get that out of your head because you really don't want to approach a brand with that type of attitude because to them, you are, in fact, a content creator. User generated content can be in the form of photos, it can be videos, text, audio. For educational purpose, I will say that it can be paid or unpaid technically, but I would highly advise that you don't produce any work, even if it's the simplest job or task, in exchange for product because one, this industry is worth literally billions of dollars, and two, you're devaluing your work every time that you work for trade. And not only your work, but you're also devaluing the work of other content creators. When I first started dabbling in creating UGC videos and photos, I would say only about 15% of the brands that approached me had any knowledge of UGC or just came out right out of the gate trying to talk about UGC and had an actual marketing plan. I often found myself advocating for user generated content simply by asking them, Hey, who creates your ads? they would usually say, well, we have content creators post about us on their social media. And I would say, no, outside of that, who creates the ads that you use for your social media or TV ad spots? Who's creating the ads that are on your website? Like who's doing all of that? And that would start a conversation where I would essentially persuade them to give me a shot. I once asked a brand how much it cost them on average to produce a commercial and they told me $15,000. And I told them, pay me 5k and I'll produce an ad that tells a significant story with your product it'll be about 60 seconds long I gave them I think two revisions and I'll give you six months usage rights and they said absolutely done and I have constantly worked with that brand now for the past two years my prices have obviously increased and one of the reasons is because I request to see insights for most of the ads that I create I want to know how many eyes landed on that ad I want to know were there any purchases that were made because of that ad. This is information that I can take into my next round of negotiating with that brand. As time went on, I was recognizing that more and more brands were realizing that UGC was even a thing. You don't have to pay to just get in front of an influencer's audience on their Instagram, but you can pay for someone to create a genuine ad that is seen by any target audience that you want. The brand started to realize that it gave them almost more power, like they can create an ad and then choose on any given day which type of audience sees that versus just tapping into an influencer's audience, if that makes sense. There's a lot more to gain from a UGC ad versus only tapping into the content creator's followers. The biggest thing you need to work on if you're wanting to get into the UGC space is you need to be comfortable in front of a camera. A lot of folks are gonna tell you that you never need to show your face on a video or you can just show your hands and the product, but that is only going to carry you for so long. Obviously, the day will come where a brand is gonna say, we wanna see your face, in the ad because statistically speaking ads that have faces in them usually perform better. So you might try to start getting more comfortable with being in front of a camera and practicing with it now prior to getting hired. What helps me is that I pretend that I'm just sitting across from a friend or just having a chat and I'm talking about why I love a specific product or service. I try to keep it very like easy breezy. If you've never created an ad for a brand, you need to create one before you start pitching yourself to brands or trying to get hired. Find a product that you like, maybe something that you already use on the daily and make a 30 second video about it. Make it well lit, be well spoken, organized, and obviously show off on the creativity front so you can kind of show them that you do have ideas that are maybe outside of the box and you know how to execute an idea well. One of my favorite things to do, and I would almost call it a tip that I want to give is I love doing voiceovers. When I first started creating ads, I was so nervous about being in front of the camera and talking at the same time, which I know sounds really weird, but I would have all these weird like concentrating facial expressions like it just looked like i was like thinking too hard or something i looked flustered as hell until one day i was negotiating with a brand we were just kind of like talking about ideas and pay and this contract and i asked if they would be okay with a voiceover and they said that would absolutely be fine let's do a voiceover. So I shot the whole video without having to speak. My goal when shooting the video was to make the product look good and inviting and I looked happy and I wasn't having to be all flustered about essentially having to memorize a script. Then I would sit down and record the voiceover and at that point I would be reading from a script that I wrote but you couldn't tell kind of like what I'm doing right now. I'm literally reading this word for word because I wanted to stay very organized during this episode and I didn't want to forget to mention anything, but I'm assuming that you couldn't tell this whole time. (laughs) I'm not sure. You tell me. Adding my voice post video shoot helped me so much when I first got started because it allowed me to get my point across without having to memorize anything and get flustered because at the end of the day, UGC creators were not professional actors and actresses, if that makes sense. So we can easily get flustered when we're trying to make an ad and we know all the talking points that we have, but we also are trying to look semi-normal on camera, and sometimes those two things don't really go together whenever we first get started and we're trying to learn how to get comfortable in front of a camera. So let's start getting your list together of things that you need to do in order to get into the UGC space, which obviously there's so much to get into, but this is where we're going to start for this specific episode. You're going to want to create a 30 to 60 second video ad if you don't already have one, and if time allows for it, I would even suggest that you create a second one and maybe a third one as well. These are going to be your examples to brands of what you're capable of. So this is where you just let that creativity shine, put your best foot forward, make a kick-ass ad maybe one of the videos can show your face one of them can show like your hands doing an unboxing of the item and the third one can be you maybe speaking directly to the camera if you feel comfortable with that the second thing i want you to do is i want you to get signed up for hashtag paid activate and fiverr these three places are not where all your work will be coming from. But these will supplement contracts that you get on your own, i.e. not through a middleman. On hashtag paid, the partnerships come to you. So when you sign up, they're gonna ask you tons of questions about your interests, what type of ads you like to make. And when the hashtag paid team has a gig that they think would be a good fit for you, then they email you asking you to apply to work with that brand. So you can review everything even before applying because if you don't think it's gonna be a good fit or maybe you think like hashtag paid paired you with a certain brand by mistake you can say no thank you next. Keep in mind that the jobs that you're going to be offered on hashtag paid and activate are not always UGC gigs. You can sift through them as they come. Some brands are going to ask if you're comfortable with posting on either your TikTok or your Instagram but obviously you can always let the hashtag paid representative know that you're only interested in creating user-generated content and that's okay too. On hashtag paid, you're going to set your prices prior to ever applying for a gig. They're going to ask your price for everything under the sun. There's going to be prices for posting content. There's going to be prices for stories or posting a photo or posting a reel or a TikTok. But then there's also going to be pricing for what hashtag paid calls just content, which just means UGC. Just content means it's content for the brand that you don't have to post. So if you specifically just want to do UGC, then you need to let hashtag paid know that i just want to do just content i don't want to post on any social media that's not the gigs i'm looking for when you go to apply for a specific gig if you feel that the gig is asking for too much you can adjust your price prior to applying. So you will have the chance to alter that price. So don't think whatever price you choose the day you sign up for hashtag paid, you are certainly not locked into that. Every single time you get a new job opportunity, you can set your price depending on that job. So don't worry. Also, hashtag paid has a graph with suggested prices based on follower level. Don't let that fully lead you because my prices on there are higher than what the little graph says based on the size of my audience. And I have gotten several jobs on there, both Posted and UGC. Now, Activate is a little bit different of a platform. No one from the Activate team will reach out to you like Hashtag Paid's team will. You need to apply for every single collaboration that you see that comes through that might align with you. Activate will always email you when new opportunities have been posted. So you'll receive an email that will say something like, hey, there's new opportunities. I like, click the link to check them out. Some of the opportunities are going to have a set price, but some of them will say under the title, it'll say your bid. Don't let the set price though discourage you from applying because I have negotiated about 95%, if not 100% of my contracts that I've gotten on Activate. So do not let their number scare you because sometimes they'll say a hundred dollars and then in the end they'll actually pay you eight fifty. When I first started as a creator, I was trying to get a lot of work and I had not built the rapport that I now have with brands where I keep working with the same brands every single year. So on activate I was honestly applying for everything under the sun. I would highly recommend that the activate collaboration page is something you get into the habit of checking daily. Maybe you have a routine every morning where you check your email while you're drinking your morning coffee and maybe you can add checking the activate home page wi- along with that because jobs pop up so quickly on there and they usually hire pretty quick so you want to make sure that you're one of the first people to apply if it's something that you're interested in on fiverr you're gonna have a complete different experience because on fiverr you're gonna be guaranteed to only get ugc gigs because you'll be the one creating the listing that brands will find. So you're gonna tell them exactly what it is that you're doing. It's not gonna be a middleman situation, but please, for the love of all that is holy, do not let me see you on there charging 50 to $100 for a video. Actually, I have seen creators charging Like $25, $30. Please do not be that person. Absolutely not. Remember that this industry is worth billions of dollars. So please take a generous piece of the pie. There is plenty to go around for the rest of us. All of these middlemen pay out through PayPal. So keep that in mind when you're setting your price because there's usually gonna be a fee that's taken out when they send the money through PayPal. Once you get the money out of PayPal, you do have the option of doing, I think it's like the one to three days free so they won't charge you a fee to get the money out but even for the brand or like activate or hashtag paid to send money in it will take a cut so do keep that in mind earlier i mentioned that i get a lot of my work through pitching myself to brands because they're going to be brands that you want to work with that you're never going to see on activate or hashtag paid or it's not going to be a brand that's like looking for creators on fiverr but guess what they still need ads and that's where we come in. Whether that's sliding through their DMs or sending them an email, anything goes in the social media industry, in my opinion. But when you're sending a brand an email, you want to include at least one example of a UGC video, and you wanna include a media kit or a portfolio, which I'm sure if you are on the TikTok app and you've been researching user-generated content, you already know this. This portfolio should be only one page long. Think of it like a resume no fluff, just organized facts, include a nice photo of yourself, preferably one where you're looking at the camera. It's a lot more personable and have an about me section. If you need a media kit template, I made one and it's on my website. It's free. All you got to do is just put your email in the prompt at the bottom of my website, which is www.fashionablyizzy.com and you'll be able to download it. And I also wrote out instructions and hopefully I wrote them out neatly i think everyone who's downloaded it has said they had no issue with it but if you have any issues Just email me. I want to take a second to address some of the comments that I've gotten before, either on Instagram or a TikTok video where it'll say something like, I've been on Activate for six months and I haven't gotten any work. Let me try to give a little bit of perspective. It took me years, not two, not three. It took me years in this industry to start making waves. Back then when I started, there were no courses on this free or free podcasts like this one. TikTok wasn't even around. And it was frustrating. It was a lot of trial and error. I used to pitch myself to 30, 40, sometimes even 50 brands a day. No joke, 50 50- personalized emails with the goal of getting hired and when i first got on activate like i said i was applying for everything under the sun i was just trying to get my name out there trying to get my style of ad out there and just trying to create a business trying to get enough jobs so that i could leave my nine to five and this could be my full-time thing needless to say i was hungry So until you show me how hungry you are, how you apply for every opportunity you see, how you email dozens of brands daily, then you can't tell me it's not working. Because trust me, I know what it's like to just like sit and wait for work to come. So many of my consultations, people will tell me, no one's emailing me. And I say, I want you to tell me right now, what are you actively doing? Because it's gonna take work to get the work. (laughs) To get the work, it's gonna take work. Everything in life that is worth getting, takes work. And it depends on how hungry you are for it. Not to sound dramatic, but I was almost desperate to leave my 9 to 5. It was affecting my mental health. It just needed to go. But I also needed to have a way to make money and to pay for my lifestyle. So it was one of, it needed to be like a calculated decision. I couldn't just up and leave. I was hungry and I made it happen. And you can too. But please don't expect that just because you signed up for Activate and Hashtag Paid that you're going to be getting work and it's going to be all dandy. It's going to take time and it's going to take consistency on your part. Remember that if you have any questions or feedback, I am just an email or DM away. You can find my personal account on either Instagram or TikTok at Fashionably Izzy, And the podcast page is on Instagram at Social Talk Pod. I also offer one-on-one consultations on my website where I dissect your media kit I can help you negotiate contracts and I can also help you with building a brand. Thank you guys so much for being here and I appreciate you if you made it all the way to the end of the episode and I hope that this got the conversation started when it comes to UGC and that I can continue to put out more content about this because I truly feel like user-generated content is just going to keep getting more and more popular and brands are going to need more and more people to step up into this space. Thank you again so much for being here and until next time